connected. You've got AZRadio.Live's Independent Artist Spotlight Show with today's guest, Arizona Blues Hall of Famer Chuck Hall, brought to you by Kirk Studio for the Performing Arts. Kurtz is the Valley's premier music studio. Call us or go to kurtzstudio.com. Also by the Arizona Orthodontic Studio. The Arizona Orthodontic is a modern, friendly, and comfortable office located next door to Kirk's Studio for the Performing Arts on the corner of Frank Lloyd Wright and Via Linda. They are the best. Also, azradio.live is a nonprofit. If you would like to see azradio.live and to support us, then please call us, our assistant director, or email us at info at kirkstudio.com. Attention, azradio.live. Musicians have the talent and passion for their art that distinguishes them among their peers. When you hear Chuck Hall, you know it's the real thing. Mr. Hall creates art in the form of music. The recipe is simple. Start with blues that's so great it clogs the arteries in your ears, stirs in generous portions of refined talent and raw passion, add a dash of showmanship sprinkled with a touch of salty humor and cook on high heat until it smokes, serves steaming hot. The result is a spicy musical feast that satisfies and always leaves you wanting for more. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chuck Hall. <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. How you Hi. doing, man? Oh, it's wonderful. And welcome to our show, show, Mr. Hall. You're a long way from Texas and Louisiana, but maybe not Texas, but definitely Louisiana, sir. <laughs> yeah, it, it's still in my blood, though, in my taste. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, is that um, Louisiana? What can you tell us about that? That's unique. We don't meet a lot of Louisianans around here. Is well, you that... know, uh, my, my family moved to Dallas when I was nine. We moved from Baton Rouge. And um, the food down there is incredible. The people are great. Um, the music. I, I didn't even realize it until much later, all the music that I had assimilated just by being down there. It's like in the water, in the air, you know? Wow, that's cool. So what, what were the influences in that sense? I mean, I hate to use that word Cajun, but is it that influence in that neighborhood? Well, uh, yeah, it's certainly, it's all over the place down there. My personal influences started with classical music because of my mother. She's a classical pianist. And then my dad would bring home like um, Dixieland records and that were regional, you know, and local. And um, well, you've opened up for Albert Collins, BB uh-huh. King, Johnny Winter, Albert King, Willie Dixon, Robert Cray, Greg Allman, the <laughs> Fabulous Thunderbirds, Charlie Musselwhite, and then Robert Cray again. <laughs> yeah, amongst many more to be in the future. And. Many that I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. And you've written over a hundred songs. Uh, it's probably around 200 wow. plus by now. Yeah, okay. not sure. And your band plays your music. Yes. That's pretty unique. Well, you know, for a long time, that's all I did was the, uh, the original music with the band. And in the last few years, I hit on this idea that it's the, it, it would really be cool for me to feature the music of the people who inspired me to do it. You know, like all the old blues guys, Willie Dixon being a great example or B.B. King or Albert Collins or Albert King, you know, and so I do what I call a blues homage. <laughs> Very neat. I like that word. You know, what is a blues homage? Is that well, a- that's that's me doing my take on all the old classic blues songs. Very neat. 
Bernie. And you have your first song today, and you wanted to discuss your music with us today. Yes, absolutely. This uh, this first piece I play, it's got to be about the happiest piece of music I ever heard. And when it was coming to me, I realized that, and I thought um, that, um, oh, well, yeah. When As it was coming to me, I was also, I, I have a great friend who has a barbecue place in Cave Creek, and um, he likes this kind of style that I'm going to play. It's like a finger style thing. So between the, the happiness and the barbecue, I came up with the idea of calling it the Barbecue King. And it, then it dawned on me, if you've ever seen anybody grilling, they're always happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Never seen anybody sad grilling. <laughs> Unless it's in Arizona on a 110-degree day, then the cook is kind of warm. Yeah, but, but you never see his face. That's yeah, right, right, okay. right. They yeah, hop, I know we're on radio. They but jump the in heck? the pool. They jump in the yeah. pool. So, But yeah, 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 that's wonderful. I mean, barbecues <laughs> are wonderful. They're traditional. So what's the name of the song? The Barbecue King. On azradio.live. Yeah.
Chuck Hall on azreader.live, the Independent <laughs> Artist Spotlight Show. You know, you've got, um, you've won the best blues guitarist in Arizona two years in a row. You were inducted into the Arizona Blues Hall of Fame in 2000. You have a two-disc compilation CD out and a live Sweden CD available also. Um, any chance Fervor Records will allow azreader.live to play your music, sir? <laughs> oh, I, I think they would love to do that. That would be awesome, but we can't, we don't pay royalties. <laughs> so we'll have to sign the dotted line or something. There you so, go. And now, with, yeah. you mentioned Fervor, and uh, I just actually did a project with him, with a gentleman named Paris James, and it's available for sale now on great. iTunes. Yep. Yeah, great record. Um, I would assume it's uh, available on all the social media platforms, like, well, streaming on Spotify, because that's actually yes. where I heard some of your music today. Yeah. Um, good blues music with your band, even. Oh, yeah. Did you want to talk about your band at all a little bit? Well, you know, I've, I've, I've been a band guy for 45 years playing electric blues you know obviously this is a different instrument this is a nylon string guitar okay. for those of you out there in radio land that can't see it <laughs> and uh <laughs> but we are on facebook live actually we're going with youtube live with the main shot now we're hoping to oh, get cool. 100 million viewers awesome facebook will have about 2,000 viewers awesome so um all my life i'd played in bands and i still do occasionally not as much this has been much more of my focus for about the last five years okay i um <clears throat> I'd been playing in bands, like I say, for all this time. And then I met my wife about six and a half, seven years ago. Oh, We're not 100% sure. But uh, since that time, I've gone from doing a band thing to doing a, I do a solo thing. I can play like three and a half hours solo without repeating myself. Wow. And I, I got I to gotta thank her. Somehow she inspired that and brought that out of me. Very neat. Yeah. Um, is that three and a half hours straight as far as playing, or do you take breaks? I can do that. No, I can. I, wow. I've done it. Yeah. That's Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, uh, you know, you you're, you had a song that was selected that was best song. It was called a Young Boy song. Right. Um, your song Young Boy was selected as best song. Can you tell us about that honor? Uh, oh, that was great, man. You know, I had just moved here, and I literally was walking down uh, Scottsdale Road to the laundromat one day, and that song just kind of hit me in the head like it like it was a, attached to an arrow you know and oh, bang wow. it's in my head so the whole time i'm doing my clothes i got to stand there and run over this song in my head constantly <laughs> to keep it because oh, it, right. it had kind of a nice little guitar hook and all the lyrics were right there it was just like somebody sent it to me yes sir and you know you're of the day where we didn't we uh, a lot of us didn't have recorders or things like that. We had to actually go through in our mind over and over and over, over the and song over. Yes. to just remember the song. And yes, yes. So. Oh man, yeah. And um, so about uh, I had performed it around town for quite a bit, and then I, I think it was about a year later. Um, Soundboard Magazine, which was a uh, scene magazine at the time, okay. and the guy's name was Ron. I can't remember his last name. Really nice dude. And uh, he chose that song as Song of the Year, which just blew me away. I was really, That's amazing. really appreciative wow. of that. Is that song available on your albums? Yes, absolutely. It's which, on the, um, you mentioned the... Uh, the, the Sweden Live? Yeah, the, it's the, on Sweden Live, Live in the, Sweden. Mm -hmm. And you have a two CD compilation, I, I notice. That's actually three discs. Three discs. Yeah, oh, that has, okay. uh, it's uh, the records on there are Blues Dogs, Chuck Hall Band 3. I don't know why I called it that. And then Live in Sweden is actually part of that compilation as well. Very cool. Well, you want to talk to us about song number two then? Yeah, okay, great. I mentioned my wife, and uh, I do have to thank her. I think for some reason, and I haven't quite figured out what it is, she inspired all, me to 
put all of this together. What a neat rejuvenation. Oh, man. it's Yeah, it's like, wow. So There is hope. <laughs> I, I had never really played solo in front of anybody before that. So, oh, I mean, it was goodness. a whole new thing I had to learn, a whole new paradigm. Wow. Yeah. And anyway, uh, I wrote this specifically for her. Okay. And it's uh, called The Assignment. <laughs> this is from my beautiful wife, Marianne. Chuck Hall on azradio.live. You know, we've got music news. azradio.live has a new artist song request feature on our website. Just go to www.azradio.live and request your favorite artists like Billy Chaffee, Jane in the Jungle, or Chuck Hall. <laughs> and K-Sonic will be playing the Side Pony Music Festival in Bisbee this fall, and look forward. To, they look forward to playing their song, OK Street, named after a famous street in the town of Bisbee. 
And azradio.live will be broadcasting live from the Belmont Retirement Community Saturday, November 10th. Also beginning at 10 a.m., the band Pasadena will be letting us know today whether they made it to the finals on the Proof in the Pudding show. Hi, Teacher Tuesday. Today's teacher is Scottsdale teacher Garrett Ortego. He teaches guitar, bass, ukulele, and banjo. Garrett holds a degree in jazz performance from ASU and has been teaching in the Valley for many years. He's been with Kirk Studio since 2018 and brings a wide range of experience to every lesson. Call us now to book your lessons with Garrett at 480-227-0546. And remember, you can hear these shows as podcasts anywhere you normally hear your podcasts. Spotify, iHeartRadio, the Age of Radio Network. And that's this edition of Music News on this first day of November in 2018. And that's it. All right. (laughs) Yes, sir. Well, um, uh, I have to go to the question page again. Um, technologically challenged, I always call myself when I have to deal with these things. Um, but, um, you can share this. I really wanted to share with our listeners, Mr. Hall, how you've stayed in this business for so long. Um, how many years have you been a professional musician? Ooh, uh, I'm going to say 40 plus. 40 plus, and I'm still struggling to stay in the business now. <laughs> so I, how do you do that? I mean, bands break up after a year or two, and and that's pretty much their careers. How have you been able to maintain all that? Well, it, it helps to have a thick iron plate in the front of my head here. Is that a fact? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, magnetic personality. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, anything else? That, you don't want to give your secrets away to our listeners. I don't think they'll have 40-year careers. Though. It, there's no real secrets to it, I don't think. It's just perseverance yep. as much as anything. And um, this is what I, I love doing, and it keeps me alive. So it's like uh, I'm not sure what I would do if I couldn't do this, you yep. know? Yep. And now um, on your Facebook page, you um, had an iconic painting. Who did that painting? Oh. Um, it's wonderful. Are you talking about the, the yeah, little yeah. poster? Yes, I, sir. You know, I don't know. That's, I, that's an old photo of mine from an old Facebook page I had years ago that I don't have anymore. And somebody did that to it. Wow, that's it's amazing. It's really cool. Do you know where it's hanging at so people can go um, be um, tourists and see it? Uh. Well, it's hanging on your door. Uh, yeah, Beyond I, that, I don't it, know. It's in some <laughs> gallery in Arizona somewhere. And also, really? Yeah. That yeah. I did not know. Yes, sir. Awesome. And also, lastly, um, before we hear your next song, you had you were known for your long locks of hair. Uh, yeah. And even on your Facebook page, you said you look now like Square Pants Bob. Square Bob Punch. What's that guy's name? Uh, <laughs> Square uh, Pants SpongeBob. SpongeBob Square Pants. SpongeBob Square Pants. So. You um, obviously have short hair now. What was that like, cutting off? I mean, you had about three feet of hair, didn't you? Well, you know, all my life, yeah, I've gone from short hair to long hair and what have you because it grows like a chia pet, so I can, <laughs> I can do anything I want to with it. Well, the versatility is good. And I've actually shaved my head a few times, completely wow. smooth, and went around like that. In fact, I have a funny story about that. I uh, was coming through customs from Phoenix, and my hair was kind of not quite shoulder length, but sort of growing and raggedy. And the guy looked at my passport, and on my passport, I had a pompadour. And, and he goes, do you have something else with your picture on it? So I handed him, I go, yeah, you're not going to like this. So I handed him my driver's license, and I'm bald. Oh, my goodness. So he looks at me, and he goes, oh, just go ahead. One extreme to the other. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. That's no, I was ready to cut all this hair off. It feels so much better. Well, that's an artist. You yeah. Know, it, it, yeah. Staying the same is not an artist. So that's cool, <laughs> having that versatility. That's good. Well, uh, wh- what would you like to tell us about your next song? Uh, you, you were telling us that you had some unique stories that were a little bit, um, what was the word you use? 
Weird. Yeah, why not? Let's go there. <laughs> so, some of them are weird. This one's a little more straightforward. Oh, but, well, um, well, okay. But that's great. We'll get into something weird later. Okay, good, good. Yeah, next yeah. song, next song. Yeah. The um, You mentioned my, my Louisiana and Texas roots, and down yes. in Louisiana, I mentioned I, I assimilated a lot of music without realizing it. And this is something that is kind of just came to me once again. Most of my stuff is accidental, and I just have to figure out what it is and start sure. working on it. Yeah. And uh, this one was one of those accidents. And my wife heard me doodling around with it and said, oh, you have to finish that. And I'm like, no, nah, that's too much work. <laughs> but I, I stuck, I, she stuck to it with me, and I got on board and finished it. And uh, it reminds me sort of Fats, like Fats Domino oh, a little bit. Oh, that's great. And that's how 200 songs were written. Yeah. Amazing. Pretty much. Yes, yeah. sir. And uh, so between my wife and I and my friend Brian, we call this Fats Dynamo. Just to, so it has a name, you know. Chuck Hall on the Independent Artist Spotlight Show. 
New music on azradio.live. This weekend, we're adding K-Sonic, the band, the song OK Street, and the K-Song, cool sound from this band, sort of guitar-driven. And new music from Don Kamenker, who wrote, played, produced, engineered, and co-wrote with their singer named Janet. Mr. Kamenker played all of the instruments in their song entitled Bad Dreaming, Hear the World Exclusive Song, only on azradio.live. And also, we're building a repertoire of artists that we call AZ Radio um, Artists, aptly <laughs> <laughs> a- uh, entitled. And they're artists that will be on our um, programming. And you can, like I said, go to our site and just request your favorite artists. But we have to have the artists uh, in our programming before they can request them. So everyone from like uh, the... Tr- Scott Jeffers Travelers Band. If you like that band, just Google or put a, put his name in our, um, what do you call it, GUI, um, our player GUI. It's right underneath our GUI. And you just write, just type in the word Travelers and you'll get all of his music. Or um, uh, Sherry Finzer, just type in her name and you'll get uh, all 30 of her songs. <laughs> so that's really neat. And send your new music to info at azradio.live. All right. Sounds good to me, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, um, where do you, we're still, uh, let me see where we're at on this, on our repertoire here. Um, you, you have a formula of gigging, recording, and recording with people. Is that what you would say your ingredient to success? Gigging, recording, playing, working with people, um, because that seems, when I analyzed your career, that's what I saw. I saw, well, this guy's recording all the time. He's playing all the time. He's working with a lot of different artists within the community. To me, that was the solid foundation of what makes Chuck Hall famous and the Arizona Blues Hall of Famer that we know. Well, you know, starting out, um, I got into bands when I was like, I think I had a band when I was 12. And, um, you know, it's easy then. You just want to get up and jump around and make noise with your electric guitar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And and um, then as you start to kind of piece things together, you're like, oh, well, I need to get this music out and I need to go play clubs, bars, uh, picnics, whatever, <laughs> you know, anything. And um, you just kind of start doing that. And after you built up a little bit of a repertoire, that's when I started thinking about recording it. And... Mm-hmm. That actually opened up kind of a floodgate because once I'd written a few songs that seemed to be viable and got them recorded, it's like, man, I want to keep doing this, you know? And then the music just sort of would come to me. Well, did you record music um, before the Chuck Hall brand name? Uh, Well, let me think. We recorded, when I first moved here, most of my recording has been done here. I did a little bit in Detroit with a band called The Banks. Okay. And uh, that really kind of, yeah, that kind of started the process. And um, when I moved here, I hooked up with a guy named Texas Red, and we had a five-piece blues band. And we recorded that, but we didn't really release anything. Okay. But we did take it in the studio. And then uh, I put a trio together called Chuck Hall and the Brick Wall. Okay. And immediately, we're like, I I don't know that we had learned 10 songs, and we went in and started recording. Wow. Yeah, and uh, we did five or six records with that band in about mm-hmm. six years. Very cool. And uh, the last one, we actually went to a studio in Houston, wow. a world-class old school. Wow. Analog? No, it was called Gold Star. I don't know what it's called now, but this is 30-something well, years ago. Oh, yeah, back or, then they, they recorded on digital, uh, not tape, well, analog tape. Yeah, analog yeah, this tape. was all yep. tape, all analog. And uh, 
people like Janis Joplin and Freddie King and George Jones and Buddy Holly had recorded in this studio. So that was a great experience. And then uh, I became the Chuck Hall Band shortly after that, still doing a trio. And uh, by then, man, man, I had the bug. You know, I was just writing songs left and right and recording every chance we got. Would you be interested in having your trio in this studio doing a live show? Because we're kind of branching out to live bands. Sure. Okay. Absolutely, man. We'll consider, we'll talk, we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds um, like a plan. Now, you have your fourth song. Um, You're free to discuss whatever you'd like on this. (laughs) And I'm using my liberties on that. So please make this interesting. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I got you. Well, uh, I call this one train wrecked. And the first part of it, once again, this stuff, I, I can't emphasize it enough. I, I don't know that I'm a composer as much as a, as a uh, facilitator for this stuff that comes from somewhere, right? And uh, so the first part of it sounds kind of like medieval elves jumping around in a, in a forest somewhere. <laughs> That's the vision I get of it. Okay. And then the second part, which is totally different, but fits... Sounds kind of like Louisiana swamp funk, sort of. Wow. I don't know how this happened, but uh, it happened, and I call it train wrecked. Train wrecked on azradio.live. This is Chuck Hall, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
<laughs> that's great. <laughs> and you've got holes worn in on your guitar where you've done the strumming. Oh my goodness, that's yeah. a classic. Yeah, this guitar is only four years old, actually. Oh my goodness, wow. Yeah. And you know, nylon strings, is that common nowadays? Oh, I, guitar? I, yeah, you know, I'm, I've been seeing a little bit of a resurgence in that. Okay, just and um, one of the artists my mom used to keep on her shelf, she played classical piano herself, but was Andre Segovia, so I was exposed to that very young. And I've always had a nylon string sitting around the house. Yep. And I would pl pick it up, and it would make me play so different, and stuff would come out, and i go, that's really cool. I can yeah. remember that. And, of course, I couldn't. <laughs> and then I get back to when I got together with my uh, wife, Marianne, I, I already had a nylon string guitar, okay. and all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm starting to put all this stuff together and remembering it and working really hard on it, you know, to the point where I've got it what it is now. Yeah, that's a very unique sound, very unique. Oh, Would you cool. like some water while I re read about our future guests on our show? Oh, yeah, I've I'm, got some. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Well, November 8th at 5 is the return of Patrick Martin and his sidekick, Joey. Then, and I mean then, folks, on Thursday, November 15th at 1 p.m., we have a triple bill with the killers Billy Chaffee, Eric Ramsey, and Louis Ree Camarada all in the same room in the same show. And then that's followed up by the outlaw himself, Wayne Ram, at 7 p.m. November th Thursday, the 29th at 5 p.m., we have an exclusive performance of the Clint Stevens Band. And beginning January 1st, Five Mics Productions will be diversifying our programming to include live performances, informative podcasts, and the Independent Artist Spotlight Show will move to about once a month or so, so you can schedule your acts to appear or just inquire about our promotional packages with Jamie at KirkStudio.com. And that's the future on azradio.live. We've got guests. We're diversifying. We may not do the grind of a weekly show, but we'll keep the show going and the podcast going because we have to have something for the weekly podcast. So <laughs> so we're, we're hoping to bring an axe in this wonderful auditorium that we've got. So that's in the workings. Hopefully by January we'll be getting that program going. But anyhow, this is the fun part of the show, Mr. Hall, where... Well, it's all been fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I always see that it's almost irony... Uh -huh. um, but this is the most fun part for Good, me because cool. this, this is the part where we can just relax and not worry about saying anything wrong because that's the whole point of this, the, all these questions, because no matter what I ask, it's all sounds wrong. Uh -huh. That's the beauty of today's world. <laughs> just say one word and a million people will think something bad of it. Just uh -huh. a simple little word. Let's, let's take a word out of the air. Wagon. Wagon. Okay. My tail is wagging. There we go. Oh, what tail is wagging? Oh, careful. Is that is that twerking? Is that twerking nowadays? <laughs> oh, no, this is a non-twerking zone. <laughs> Back I'm in sorry. the 50s. Okay. So anyhow, what venue do you prefer in the Valley to play your music at? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I have a favorite. I have a couple of favorite people that okay. I deal with, and they kind of make the venue what it is. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And one of them is... Uh, a small, wonderful barbecue place in Cave Creek that he doesn't even consider himself a live music venue at all. He just loves having live music. So he's got me on a regular basis and occasionally Hans Olsen plays there and occasionally his other friend Paul Boroff plays there. Very cool. So naturally all the musicians in town, you know, crowd him to try to get gigs and he's like no this is this is what it is very good and i'm i mean obviously if he's sticking with you guys you must have a very good draw to that venue that uh, brings yeah people he, in. <laughs> he, he does he does good business good absolutely for good and for you guys. there's another uh really wonderful uh, i'm getting to know the guy really well a place called 
um, Corrado's. It's an Italian food place okay. right there in Carefree. And um, I, he's just wonderful. And he told me, I had I didn't know this when we first started playing there, but he used to own a jazz club in New Jersey. Wow. And I went, oh, no wonder. Because, you know, you, when you get around people that you know are sensitive to music and want to have it, yep. you know, you get a good feeling from it. And, and it really helps everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Boy, that makes it all worthwhile almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, what was it like when you walked across the stage to receive your award for the Arizona Blues Hall of Fame? Was it a statue or a, what did they award you then? And what was that like, that whole feeling when they announced your name and then you're, you're just gliding across the stage going, this well, is for me? Uh, much appreciation. And once again, my good friend Hans Olsen, had a lot to do with putting that whole thing together, you know, that whole organization. And um, it was really cool. The, the recognition part is, it's, it's part of what you do it for. It's not all, of course, but <laughs> everybody likes to get recognized for something that they do, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, so I had that feeling. And the other feeling was, wow, I got to get out of here. I got a gig in about two hours. Uh, the reality <laughs> so, of everything. Yeah, you it's know, but that, that's part of it, yeah. Yep. Okay, and... What was the craziest thing a fan has ever done at some of your shows? Do you have a fa crazy fan story? You know, uh, I'll keep this funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. And, yeah. I, 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 I've got thousands of stories, but they kind of come to me out of the dark. You know, I don't <laughs> okay. my memory being what it is. Um, but I'll never forget this couple. We were playing in a place in Sweden, and uh, we had our, our monitors sitting on a some kind of box or something in front of the stage so that you know we could aim them the way we wanted but yep. they they weren't actually they were just off the front of the stage okay. on the dance floor okay and this couple two little old people and they just kept flying around the dance floor and about every third orbit they would just trip completely <laughs> and wipe out completely oh, no. on the monitor system oh my goodness and get right back up and go back again oh, my start goodness. orbiting again and we watched this happen about five times and oh it's all we could do to get through the <laughs> the song with, and, with this going on it was great and they fell five times i'm gonna say they, they probably them. fell about good. five times and got right back up good for them That's yeah great. yeah that was great and lastly ham on rye ham on rye <laughs> um <laughs> hmm <laughs> I'm kind of a corned beef guy. There we are, corned yeah, yeah. beef. Well, we have your last song, song number five. Okay. And what would you like to say about this last song? This was actually, uh, I wrote this about 30 years ago. I, again, it kind of came to me, and then I had to put it together. Um, and the movie Driving Miss Daisy was popular at the time, so I was looking for a name for it. So I originally called it Walking Miss Daisy. And, Walking Miss Daisy. Yeah. And uh, then I forgot that and changed it to Greasy Love Rag okay. for some reason. <laughs> and uh, uh, that was actually my first encounter with the, one of the guys who had become a part of Fervor Records. I recorded it for a record called Arizona Unplugged. I think it came out in 1991. And it was titled Greasy Love Rag. Didn't touch the song again for like... Uh, Oh, close to 20 years. And then I found a copy of it and I went, oh my God, I got to relearn that. By then I was playing the nylon string. Okay. And again, my wife heard me messing around with a little bit of it. She goes, oh, that's really good. You got to finish that. I'm like, oh, got to go back to work now. Yep. So 
I was playing it and I was calling it Greasy Love Rag. And then a friend of mine who remembered that I had called it Walking Miss Daisy came in and said, oh, you're playing Walking Miss Daisy again. And I went, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for reminding me of the title that I prefer. That is a good title. Now, there's a, a quick aside. I'll, I'll never forget that um, <laughs> I, send, I like to send this out to my wife at shows because the minute I saw her walk in, I saw Miss Daisy walking. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, my goodness, that's great. <laughs> wow. That's phenomenal. <laughs> so here we go. Okay. Walking Miss Daisy. All right. Thank you, Chuck Hall, for being a consummate professional and our guest on our Independent Artist Spotlight Show. azradio.live is brought to you by Kirk Studio for the Performing Arts. If you want the pros to teach you or your family, then think kirkstudios.com. Okay, Mr. Hall, do you know how we end this show? 
No, not exactly. Well, I, as I say every show, <laughs> we stole this from Elvis Duran out of New York City, one of the top um, hit hip-hop stations in the world. And he goes, okay, we're out of here. One, two, three, see ya. So I'll say, okay, Mr. Hall, we're out of here. Ready? One, two, three. And you just say, see ya. Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay, Mr. Hall, we're out of here. Ready? One, two, three, see ya. See ya. ya. <laughs>